Blog Talk Radio. Shelly Wilson Show. I'm an intuitive medium, a Reiki master, and spiritual growth coach. My mission is to assist others on their own journey into consciousness and encourage them to live an authentic life through awareness and empowerment. Coming from a place of respect, truth, integrity, and love, I honor your free will and recognize that you are co-creating your reality with the universe. My intention is to bring understanding, help you to heal from the past, and realize your full potential. I invite you to begin your life in a new way and tap into your inner power as you explore who you really are. Refrain from simply existing and elect to live your life fully without regret. It is time to let go of the past, live in the present, and look to the future, for it is this attitude that will transform you. Today's special guest is Diane Wing. Diane wants to live in a world where people feel inspired, create their ideal future, and experience a sense of wonder at everyday magic. As an author and inner magic practitioner, she's published five books, The True Nature of Energy, Transforming Anxiety into Tranquility, The True Nature of Tarot, Your Path to Personal Empowerment, Thorn Manor, and Other Bizarre Tales, and Coven, The Scrolls of the Four Winds, and Trips to the Edge, Tales of the Unexpected, all available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and iBooks. Diane is the founder of Wing Academy of Unfoldment, a virtual center of applied metaphysics and personal development. She teaches live programs and classes and will be offering multimedia, self-study online courses in the near future. When it comes to getting unstuck and feeling great about life, her nine-word philosophy is let go, be grateful, stay open, see the magic. Find out more at wingacademy.com. And I'm delighted to welcome Diane, my friend and colleague, to the show today. We're going to be talking about energetic awareness, personal evolution, and inner magic. Welcome, Diane. Thank you so much, Shelley. I'm I'm very excited to be on the show. Well, I'm excited to have you, and I'm getting chills all over, so this will be a very important conversation. I I know, first of all, you know, I gave just a brief bio, and I know that there is more to your story, more into your journey into consciousness, so I would love for you to tell the listeners, as you're guided to, a little bit more about Diane Wing. Okay, well, I am a, a huge proponent of taking personal responsibility for our growth, and I really loved all the things that you said in your opening about, you know, how you deal with folks. And, and I'm on a similar path with my clients and, you know, on my own journey. I think we all each have a unique path. And for us to come fully into ourselves, we have to honor that and not just follow blindly someone else's prescribed way of being, but really take the time to find our own way and and what works for us. Personally, individually speaking, right? (laughs) Absolutely, yes. Yes. Well, I just have to mention, I just wrote a blog this morning, Be Your Own Kind of Beautiful. 
And there you go. I love that. Inspiration. <laughs> First of all, I, I went to the acupuncturist the other day, and I happened to see on the wall they had those decal letters, and and it caught my eye when I came in, and I thought, hmm. And so I took a picture of it when I left. But I wrote about in this blog about you know growing up, I was self conscious and had my own physical imperfections, my self perceived ones, and how I really grown into loving who I am, even though I I'm still a work in progress. And then I. I saw the Dove Choose Beautiful campaign where it had the, the names above the doors. They had average and beautiful and invited people. And it was focused primarily on women with, you know, pick, pick. Are you average or beautiful? And a lot of women did not hesitate. They picked one or the other. Some didn't pick at all. You could see the angst in their in their face as far as, you know, will people see me walk through one? And do I not meet up to those standards? Am I comparing myself to others? And then some also had regrets because they walked through the average door versus the beautiful door. So it is about seeing yourself, being your own unique person, being your own kind of beautiful, and and feeling empowered to do so. Yes, and trusting yourself to make that call. Because that hesitation happens when we don't really know ourselves and we're using an external barometer as far as what we're measuring ourselves to be you know like you were saying are we good enough do we measure up to these standards well whose standards exactly are they you know why are we measuring anyway because that's marketing isn't it (laughs) yes oh beyond yes (laughs) you know i remember i was in my early 20s i'll never forget this i was reading a vogue magazine and I was flipping page after page, and you see these beautiful women perfectly, you know, done up, and everything is wonderful, and they're gorgeous. And at the end of the magazine, I put it down, and I was completely depressed. And I'm thinking, what the heck? Like, why am I feeling this way? And why do, I mean, and I knew that it wasn't just me feeling like that. It was probably many women feeling that way, and I was was in... I don't know, I guess I was like 25 or something. And it wasn't until I spoke to one of my friends who was in the media, and he said, do you know how long it takes to make them look like that? And this is like before Photoshop. And, exactly, I mean, I'm sure that's they what I was thinking. Retouching things. Yeah. But they spent hours creating that. It's not that they really look that way on the street. And so we're comparing ourselves against something that's false, something that's fantasy and created. And so since we're creating, why can't we create our own beauty, our own, you know, scale of of beauty? Right. You know, it's it's like my my great grandmother, Grandma Lamatina. She uh, she always thought everybody was too skinny. So in the world of Grandma Lamatina, <laughs> you had to eat more and gain some weight. <laughs> and that was her barometer. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, I, I'm just, I, I love that because, uh, you know, the, the thing is, too, there there is that connotation based on the media, based on, you know, marketing and things like that in magazines and whatnot that you have to be this – you know, delicate creature, very thin, um, waif-like at times, you know, because obviously through the modeling standards have changed about what's appealing. But, you know, people people want 
everyday people. They they want to know that that bodies do come in all shapes and sizes, and you know that there is no standard form too. And you know, with that being said, we're we're looking at energy and how all of this energy, these thoughts, these feelings, these um, ideals and whatnot, this is all energy we're putting forth, and, you know, it, it, it can be very detrimental to our well-being. Oh, yes, and it, it kills self-esteem and self-confidence. And when when we're leading with a low self-esteem, I and mean, people can feel that. if Even if you're trying to project um, a confident self or a grounded self, if you don't really feel that inside, it comes out in all kinds of ways. And you can't fully stand in your power unless you're truly feeling that you have, you know, you're deserving, you're valuable, you're worthwhile, you matter. Right. So, yeah, <sighs> it's, it's all so, about the energy. It is, that everything's energy. And, you know, mm-hmm. through the work that you do, first of all, I, I would love for you to define for the listeners what is inner magic. And we spell magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, just to clarify. So how do you define that, Diane? Okay, and I'm glad you spelled it because with the K, it mm-hmm. separates it from the realm of the illusionist, the stage magician. And mm-hmm. it goes more toward the realm of the metaphysical types of energies and the magic that's possible in the world and the magic that surrounds us. Mm-hmm. And so our inner magic is twofold. First, it's our intuitive ability. That's magical in and of itself. I'm a firm believer that we have six senses not five and one that some people have and some people don't. I believe everybody's got intuitive ability, and it all, it, each person has a unique way of expressing their intuition. And it's really critical to find that, because once you do, that will increase self-trust, trust in the messages that you're getting and the types of messages that you're prone to get, and it will increase your self-confidence in the process. The other inner magic is something that, this has made me so sad over the years. I look at people and I see beautiful gifts. Everybody I meet, I see something in them that's so unique and perfect for them that only they can express in their unique way. And they sit there and say to me, I don't have any gifts. I don't have any talent. You know, what is my creative ability? I'm not creative. And that's just not true. It's just that they can't see it. And so many times our inner magic is something that we take for granted. It's things that we're able to do so easily that you can't, you think, oh, that can't possibly be my gift. Isn't it supposed to be difficult? Isn't it supposed to be hard to express something? You know, like they they might look at an artist and that has talent that they personally don't have and say, "Ooh, you know, that's a gift." But they don't look at their, um, let's say, their ability to be compassionate and to soothe another person as a gift. But because right. they do it just so naturally, right? So it is identifying what that gift is, and and in essence, it's just who you are, isn't it? Yes, it's your nature, and mm-hmm. it's it's your expression of spirit. 
So we came into this life, we each have at least one unique gift, and it's up to us to find ways to not only to identify that gift, but to identify ways to express it in high service to others. Because that's what creates fulfillment. That's what creates joy. Right. You know, I I was reading something that differentiated between happiness and joy. And you'd think that they were... They're synonyms, right? But mm-hmm. they're really not given um, this article I was reading. And it it differentiated happiness as happy be, uh, due to money, material gain, you know, a focus on wealth, which I think is like the American dream kind of mindset, versus joy, where there's true inner fulfillment. It's like your cup runneth over. It's like the ace of cups in tarot. You know, your cup runneth over. You're you're feeling so um, alive and inspired and joyous at the opportunity to help other people, and that's where I think the gap comes between mm-hmm. what we're calling happiness and this eternal search for happiness. It's like it's never enough. Right. Well, I'll be happy when. Right. <laughs> you know, when this happens, when I get that job, when I win the lottery, whatever that looks like. But that's still not going to give you that joy and that inner peace and that fulfillment. Right. That because really they're continuously searching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then when you don't know yourself on top of it, it just you're completely off center and so what happens is when you don't understand your gifts when you don't trust your your intuitive inner magic and your your own guidance it's so easy to allow other people to take you off center they can so easily say something just off the cuff that makes you start doubting yourself mhm and then it continuously erodes your confidence and then you just submit and and give away your power because you feel like, oh, well, they must know better. But yeah, nobody it? knows better than we know ourselves. ourselves exactly. Knows, yeah. You know, what I'm feeling into all those words, too, is, you know, this, this goes back to the Four Agreements and Don Miguel Ruiz and, you know, how people recognize the power of the word and recognizing, too, very much that people may project what they're experiencing onto you. Uh, they may also, you know, if, if it's you or even them, but, but they may take what you're saying, they may read between the lines, uh, misconstrue that type of communication, and also looking very much at taking things personally as if it's a direct hit for them. And in reality, you know, words may just be said, but, you know, we, we can, are very much master manifestors when we consciously choose to be that way, becoming aware of what it is that we desire, what we want to manifest, becoming aware of that energy behind it. And and once again, listeners, we're talking about our energetic consciousness and creation, and and we're just kind of going with the flow. But, Diane, what are your thoughts on that? I completely agree with you that, you know, the way we perceive that that energetic um, hit from somebody else, right? Whether we take it personally or we take it as a compliment, like, you know, if it's it's negative, it's all being filtered through our stuff. And whatever that other person is saying, 
they're coming at it from their perspective, and then you have to filter it through your own constructs, the, uh, your own energetic framework that you've set up for yourselves, which, which includes your belief system, which includes you know your, your past experiences. Oh, when somebody says this, they really mean this, right? right? And they might not mean that at all, but that's how you're taking it. Right. And so to to clear away the words and to get to a point of pure energetic consciousness, it removes the drama and it allows you to see so objectively. And objectivity is really difficult when you're self-observing and you're trying to understand what you're feeling. To be objective, I mean, Lord, how many times do you question yourself, right? But um, exactly. with energetic with energetic consciousness, you can look at it and you can read somebody's energy and say, okay, it's clear to me that they're having challenges of their own and this is not about me. Right. Or you can check in with your own energy and say, okay, that just triggered something. They may not have meant to trigger something in me. But it did. Now, what what is this about? And how did that just shift my energy? Because we have the ability to shift our energy up or down. Of course we do. And most of the time, in when people have anxiety, depression, things like that, there's a downward shift. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've observed the anxiety death spiral, that's what I call it, when you start with, Ooh, did I do that wrong? Oh my gosh, you know, that wasn't right. Why did I do that? I'm so stupid. Like now now you went from, ooh, I made a mistake to oh my god, like globally I have no ability worth, you know, <laughs> all these things. And and that just drags your energy, your vibrational level way down. Right. And this is, you know, what I talk about in my energy book. And the true nature of energy, it, it takes you through their, their over 30 exercises in there. That you can test these concepts for yourself. But the main thing is to be aware that it's happening. And it's so hard to catch that. It's so hard to start recognizing when you're going down that anxiety path, that negative self-talk. It happens so automatically. It's, it's habit. And when you, you speak negatively to yourself about yourself, you can start to feel that vibrational level just sinking deeper and deeper. At the same time, if you catch it, and you catch it sooner each time, and you replace it with, you know what, I just made a mistake, but I learned something from it, and I know that's not going to happen again. And now I know something I didn't know before. Oh, that feels better, doesn't it? Absolutely. And now there's a lift. There is. And, you know, I think a lot of this journey into consciousness that we're on, paying attention to the people that come into our lives, the connection, shall we say, the experiences that we're having, they are all opportunities to learn and to grow. And, And part of this consciousness, this awareness, is tapping in, tuning in, what are we learning, what are the lessons, how do I feel, you know, tapping into all of the six senses, including the five physical senses we have, the heightened ones that are that intuitive sense, that intuition. 
and I, I just feel how important it is too to recognizing once again that we're all on this journey into consciousness, our own unique journey. And the more that we stopped comparing our journey to others, the more it's going to benefit us individually as well as collectively. Definitely. So I want to and learn taking more. responsibility for our choices also. Yes, Because exactly. you mentioned, you know, like that idea of toxic relationships. And instead of staying in them, to choose appropriately to move away from those kinds of relationships, to recognize them and then remove them, you're going to feel an instant lift in your exactly. vibrational level. And sometimes, too, when we want things to happen, you know, when we just surrender and release, this goes back to manifesting, rather than trying to figure out, well, how's it going to happen, if we can trust in spirit, trust in the universe, many times the, it will work on our behalf and we don't have to do anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we're trying to identify it for ourselves, what I recommend is the four-part inner guidance system. Okay. And what that is, is physical is the first layer. Where does it hit you in your body? Say you get an opportunity um, that comes out of nowhere. Ooh, should I, should I do it? Should I not do it? I don't know. Should I ask a thousand people and then decide? Well, you can decide where did it hit you in your body? Did your shoulders suddenly feel heavy? Like it was a burden? Did your throat tighten up? Not a good thing then. Or did you get butterflies? Did your heart chakra open up? Oh, you know, that physical sensation. Emotional layer. Right. Mm. Did I start worrying that I'm not ready for this? Did I start worrying that um, I'm not sure about the person who's offering me this opportunity? Or did that sense of joy at the at the possibilities come up in my emotional level? of understanding and emotional and energetic awareness. Um, Then there's the mental. What thoughts start popping in? Watch what thoughts come automatically through your mind. If you start thinking about ways that it's going to work for you, then that would be a yes. If you start thinking about all the things that could go wrong, maybe it's not the right opportunity or it's not the right time. And then finally, the spirit level, where, as you suggested, you know, you ask, okay, is this a good opportunity for me? Is this something that um, would be a good idea to follow? And the more you you ask that the question, not just that particular question, but over time, the more you tap into spirit, the mm-hmm. more likely you'll get answers quick, more quickly. Okay. You won't have to wait as long. And and it might come through as just a very subtle yes or no, or you might see something on TV that gives you your answer, or um, sometimes spirit likes to, to show us symbols. So one one good way to tell if it's speaking to you is identify a symbol. Okay. Identify something that if it shows up, that's a yes. So... Um, you could pick anything. It could be an animal. It could be a plant. It could be, you know, a picture of that thing, the word describing it. It doesn't have to be the actual thing. And you can use that as a barometer. But these are all your unique choices to get messages for yourself 
without having to, you know, take the guidance from all these different people that don't have your unique perspective and possibly not your highest good in mind. Very much so. Well, that is some great advice. And, you know, I want to look at the term, first of all, enfoldment. What is enfoldment? And your school is called Wing Academy of Unfoldment. So for the listeners, would you go ahead and define what you mean by enfoldment? Because it is, to me, that journey into consciousness. Yes. So we, over, over time, we accumulate layers. And through experience and through disappointment and through all kinds of stuff, relationships, we build layers onto ourselves. So the process of unfoldment is to peel back those layers, kind of like the way a lotus um, flower blossoms. So uh-huh. you see that layer, that layer comes out, and then the middle part is exposed. And it comes up, it raises up, and then it opens. The next layer opens, and you can see underneath that. And so we have all these layers that need to unfold before we can get to the next one. We can't just take it from where we are right now and go right to the core We need to go through this unfoldment process where each piece is unfolding in its right time when we're ready so that we can deal with whatever that issue is. And then, you know, a lot of times what will happen is something you'll unfold in one way. One layer, layer will open and fall away. And then something else pops up and you're like, oh. I thought I dealt with that. Why is this yeah. here? And I call those well, triggers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's because this is the next layer. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you're not going to let go of one thing and then everything else lets go too. And then, you know, each time a layer opens, you shift up. Okay. But it's it's a clearing. It's a It's a... A, a deep clearing, but one layer at a time. Okay. Interesting. So your school is called the Wing Academy of Unfoldment. I would love for you to tell the listeners more about what you offer through your school and as well as some of the the classes and courses that are offered. Sure. So um, there are... There are self-development classes. There are classes in energetic consciousness. There are classes in astrology and tarot. And I'm going to have um, guest instructors with different um, other traditions and perspectives, um, shamanic journeying and uh, some writing classes so that it can help you open up to your creative side. There's So when... You take a class, and it can be any class. I mean, it doesn't just have to be our classes. I'd like you to take our classes. But any time you learn something new, a new, um, you can unfold, you can understand a new part of yourself. But that only happens when you actually apply the information that you've learned. You can't just go to a class and take it and not actually practice the concepts that are given, or, you know, just try to apply it, because without application, you can't assimilate the understanding of what that subject was about. So, for example, my tarot book, Your Path to Personal Empowerment, Mm -hmm. tarot 
and by learning tarot, looking at the images, tarot is a book of metaphysics. It shows us the path through life. And so understanding the images and understanding the stages that we go through as universal concepts and archetypes, we can better understand ourselves and see how it applies to us personally. And then by reading the cards, each person, those images evoke a unique trigger for the reader, whoever's looking at that card. People see all kinds of stuff in those cards, even though they're universal concepts. And so by virtue of applying your own unique perspective to a particular card, you're learning more deeply about your personal belief system, your life philosophy, what you think about certain things in a way that isn't possible by just using your left brain. So there's a creative aspect that helps you dig deeper and understand what is, you know, who you are, what you believe, and why you believe it. And so Wing Academy of Unfoldment, the courses are designed so that on your journey you can use this information to really uncover some stuff about yourself that you may not have been aware of and also to learn new approaches and techniques that you can use in the everyday that that are magical mm-hmm. that you can pull you know positivity into your life by virtue of these approaches sounds amazing and Diane, I would love for you, before we continue further, to share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you. I know you offer private sessions. You have your books available. But please give the listeners more information how they they can be in touch. Sure. So you can go to wingacademy.com and check out everything there. Or you can email me at dianewing at wingacademy.com. Wonderful. And you're also on Facebook, is that correct? Yes, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, On Twitter, it's Guided by Magic. Okay. And that's with a K at the end of it as well for the listeners. No, they didn't. Nope. Didn't? Ran out of space. (laughs) It wouldn't let me do it. So, on the one thing, we can't, but but otherwise, we're talking about inner magic with a K on the end of it to clarify the difference. C-K, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, C-K. So, I know we've been covering a lot of topics, and, you know, at the forefront of everything is energy, that energetic consciousness, that awareness, tapping into that intuition. And I know that you've been doing this work for a while, haven't you? Yes, Um close to 30 years. Wow. And through this time, I'm sure that you've witnessed a lot of changes, not only with yourself and your evolution, but with the concept of this work itself. Is there anything that you'd like to elaborate on or share with the listeners that you have observed during this time span? I see that more and more people are open to considering that they may have intuitive ability. Whereas a long time ago, it seemed like it was um, a special talent that only a very few people um, could could d- demonstrate. But now it feels like more people are open to it. The 
the energies that are surrounding us are more conducive to that opening. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I think it's really important to be wary of it because now that you can open, um, you also need to protect. So one of the classes that I teach is psychic self-defense because it's really important in certain situations to shield yourself. Right. You don't want to be open all the time. And so I've seen this shift where people are more apt to be doing it, but then I see people who aren't experienced in opening, and then they get sick because mm-hmm. of the types of energy they might be exposed to. Okay. So especially if you're empathic, I'm, I'm running into more and more empathic people, and that um, is somebody who can feel the emotions of other people. They can hear what people are thinking. They might feel physical pain, or they might even be an empathic medium where they are feeling the um, the emotions of those who are still on this plane in spirit form. Okay. So all of this, you know, again, it's important to find out what kind of intuitive you are and to understand how to use that in a powerful way as opposed to a way that's going to um, exhaust you because it's right. very easy to exhaust yourself. So in, in, with everything, you know, awareness is key, isn't it? Learning about this and and. You know, that's part of what your purpose is, especially with your school, Wing Academy of Unfoldment, to help individuals understand what it is that they're happening with this shift, this evolution, this journey into consciousness that they're on. Because many people are unaware and and some physical symptoms that they may be experiencing are reality, that process of evolution. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And... I also want people to realize that you can be your own guru, like as opposed mm-hmm. to following somebody who's saying that they know better. Right. So the more that you're tapping into your energetic consciousness, um, your intuitive ability, your personal, uh, taking responsibility for your personal growth and evolution, you're going to be stronger. You're building strength, um, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And all of that is just as important as eating right, exercising. You know, you're, you have to exercise these abilities as well. Right. So what would you say to those individuals who may be a little uncertain about becoming their own guru? First thing is to develop self-trust. Okay. So start some, with something really small. So it's time you have to make a decision about something. It could be something so minor, um, you know, what color toothbrush should you buy, right? And this might be something that you defer to your partner. Oh, you know, which color do you like? We'll just get that one. Make a decision about something that small and start from there and then build gradually because every time you successfully make a choice, you're going to develop self-trust. Every time you get an intuitive hit and follow it, I call them divine downloads. <laughs> so we get them all day long, <laughs> but we we many times choose to say, ah, um, that doesn't make sense, I'm not doing that. So next time you get a divine download, uh, make a right, 
well, I always make a left here. No, make a right. Just do it, and you'll probably avoid a traffic accident or something else. You're getting that information for a reason. And the self-trust is uh, diminished when we start questioning, well, why, why? Get away from the why and just Mm -hmm. go into the space of this is what I'm getting. I'm going to trust it and go with it and see what happens. And the more times that you do that successfully, the more you're going to build self-trust. When you trust yourself, you build confidence. It goes hand in hand. And then you can do it for bigger and bigger kinds of decisions. For some people, they may think, you know, how insignificant is it to just choose the color of a toothbrush? But for some people, that can be a very daunting task, a very daunting choice. And that's why you're saying just start small. And, you know, it, it does empower people when they can just make a, make a decision. And, you know, the thing is, too, is sometimes people are on the fence about things or they regret a choice they've made or whatnot. And the beautiful thing about this human life experience is we can choose again. So if you don't like what you picked, go ahead and, and make another choice. It's okay to do that. That's right, because by virtue of every choice you make, you're creating your future. And while it may seem that you made a mistake, and I'm using air quotes around mistake, Uh it's amazing how um, it takes us to where we're supposed to be anyway. (laughs) And if we hadn't made that mistake, we would have been on the path that we thought was the right one. But spirit's like, oh, no, you have to go this way. And so... You know, things tend to work out for the best, even if it seems initially like it was the wrong thing. Right. So get it, moving away from the idea of good and bad, right and wrong, goes a long way in opening to perceiving things so much differently. If there's no wrong choice, there may be... You know, well, if I go, if I do this choice, it takes me in this direction. If I if I make this choice, it takes me over here. That's very different than good and bad, right, right or wrong, right. It does it feel right to you? Is the thing. And you know, the thing is that goes back to that intuition and tapping into that clairsentience, that empathic energy of you know, how does it feel to you? Exactly. I think about how many times you've met a person, never saw them before, you have no history on this person at all, and for some reason you don't like it. You don't like the person, you don't like their energy. There's something that just isn't sitting right with you. And then down the road, you find something out that validates that. So what you're looking for here is validation and keeping track of when you're right, when you get those intuitive hits and you you listen to it and you're like, okay, I know my friend likes this person, but I don't. Right. I'm sure everybody's got a story about that, right? Yeah. I mean, typically, you know, we go with first impressions and and sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're picking up energetically, it may be revealed to us later. That's in essence what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Every time you can validate what you intuitively get, you're going to be more willing to allow it to happen again, to choose toward your own inner guidance. 
to follow those divine downloads. You know, even when you're you're skilled at it, um, it doesn't necessarily mean you aren't going to argue with it every once in a while. Because, uh, you know, we're human, and we can get the download, but we have free will, so we could say, oh, well, I don't want to do that, because you don't have to do it. But even after years of doing this work, so I was packing for a, a retreat that I was going to um, be facilitating some sessions at, and it was, you know, I had to leave that day, and I was packing, and I was kind of rushed, and I get this voice that said baby wipes what do i need baby wipes for i don't i don't use baby wipes i don't right. buy baby wipes so i'm like ah, i don't have time to keep packing a little while later i hear baby wipes and i'm like all right you know i can't stop i have to go so i went up there and it had been raining all week and the facility was a very um like an organic place like they had compost compost toilets and well water the well had collapsed from the mud from all mm-hmm. the rain and we didn't have water all weekend so here's a hundred women at this thing <laughs> we don't have any running water oh my goodness <laughs> and we started and you need you know, a baby we wipe <laughs> baby wipes <laughs> oh how funny and the first thing that you immediately thought was, you know, I, I don't have a baby. I don't need baby wipes, I, you know, because that's our automatic connotation. But it was also just to, you know, clean the hands. So how how interesting. And I know you had to smile once that realization happened, didn't you? Oh, and beyond that, people were coming up to me asking me for baby wipes. How funny. Now, what, I mean, there, it was just too bizarre. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, so it happens to the best of us. So be patient with yourself as you're developing your skills. And even after you develop it, know that stuff like that can happen. You might just say, look, I don't have time. And then you wish you had followed it. (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, the, the funny thing is, is when it all comes together, when those pieces, the words make sense, things like that, it just, you know, we have to smile because our our guides, that intuitive awareness, that hit that's coming through, it it does many times come in forms that may not make sense to our human mind at first. That's right. I was doing um, a tarot reading for this woman who was looking for her, you know, she wanted to get married, she was looking for her significant other, and... I got dog. Now, you know, there's no dog card in the tarot deck, but, you know, dog came through. And I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what does this mean? Is he a veterinarian? Is he, was he walking his dog? Like, what is this? Couldn't figure it out. Um, And just for those who don't do readings, like, you don't want to analyze what comes through. You just, like, deliver the message because it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not our information to, analyze it you just say it and let the person that gets their stuff so so i couldn't figure it out so i told her you know i'm getting dog he's some somehow he's connected to dog so she calls me a couple weeks later and she says i met the one and i said you did what what did it have to do with the dog and she said they stopped at a light 
a red light, and she was coming back from a softball game. She was on a softball team, and they jumped out of the car, and they're running around, like, switching seats, like, goofing around, and the guy in the car next to them thought she was cute and got her phone number, and then they they connected, and they started dating, and they, they fell in love, and I said, well, again, what, where's the dog come in? Did he have a dog in the car? She said, no. My softball team's name is the Scooby-Doo's. <laughs> I love it. And and she was wearing her Scooby-Doo t-shirt uniform oh, when I she love met it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, and and that totally makes sense now looking at it. But, it, you know, initially, once again, you, you think a dog, you think of a pet, an animal that they already have. So that's right. That. <laughs> yes, and, you know, everything so point, is. Um, it can come through in all kinds of ways. Of course. And you have to be receptive and open at the same time, knowing the variations, because, you know, sometimes the messages can be very literal or they can be symbolic. And it is a matter of interpretation based on our perception. That's right. And that makes it even more important to understand the way your ability works. So do you hear the words? Do you, um, you know, get images? Do you feel something emotionally? Mm-hmm. And and that's when you're going to know, is that my intuition or is, is that just my doubt bubbling up? Right. You know? Yeah. It's important to it. really understand your particular gift and how it comes through. And when I teach intuitive development, we spend a lot of time in class with identifying the attributes that students are displaying that they haven't even, they do it so automatically they don't even really think about it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, Diane, we have just a little bit of time left, and so I know lots of information has come through just from our conversation and the topics we've been discussing, but is there anything that you're guided to share with the listeners specifically? specifically, or what they may obtain from a private session with you or enrolling in one of your courses at Wing Academy of Unfoldment. Okay, well, the focus always is in private sessions, in in the classes, whether they're live or when it comes to be available online. It's always going to be about you developing your, your own gifts, identifying your uniqueness, your inner magic that only you can bring into the world. And, you know, be patient with yourself. Don't beat yourself up about stuff that, oh, I should have done that, I shouldn't have done that. Because the energy that you're using for that, it could be better spent elevating your vibrational level. Mm-hmm. And so just know that every single one of you in the audience and beyond, all of you have intuitive ability. All of you have a special gift. And if you don't know what it is, it just means it hasn't been identified. It doesn't mean that you don't have one. So I I hope I get the opportunity to help you find it. And, um, you know, it it just makes for a much more peaceful, fulfilling life when you do find it. Exactly. And, you know, this is a reminder once again how it is important to feel empowered, and that is a lot of the work that you're doing about the personal evolution, 
empowering people, trusting and connecting with that inner magic that we all have. And, you know, we discussed beginning about the difference between joy and happiness. And, you know, what is it that you desire in your life? And how can you go about attaining it? Yes. And if you if you start at the end, like what's the outcome you want? Like for me, I started with I want to I want to feel peaceful. I want freedom. I want to feel peaceful. Okay, so anything that doesn't look peaceful or anything that's creating drama and and breaks into my peacefulness, that's got to go. So that's that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. So I love that you said you know decide what it is that you want because that's. That's key. A lot of people say, well, I just want things to be different. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that look like? Exactly. What do you want your daily life to look like? What do you want your relationships to look like? Exactly. And and sometimes people are a little hesitant or afraid to, to say that or to acknowledge it, but the reality is we already know. We just need the courage to express it. Yes. Oh, lots of courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's hard when you know that you have a difficult relationship but you still care about the person. It's really hard to say, you know what, this isn't good for me. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna give you back responsibility for you know, your life and your path and I'm gonna take my power back. That's really hard. I have a whole section about that in my True Nature of Energy book. It's because, you know, we get so used to being with that person that we think after a while that it's us. It's our anxiety. It's our depression. But it's really coming from the toxic relationship. You know, whether it's family, whether it's a significant other, whether it's a friend. And we don't want to really, you know, send that person on their way. There's something about... Um, people who are empathic, we take responsibility for everybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, you know, first you have to take responsibility for you. Exactly. And then, and and allow them to travel their karmic path that they set up for themselves. They'll find somebody else to fix them. Right. Or attempt right. to fix them or whatever that looks like. Yeah, and, you know, we, we both recognize how nothing outside of ourself will fix us, that it is internal work, that it is, you know, doing this work ourselves. And as I chuckled there for a moment, because sometimes that that work can be quite challenging, but it is a necessity for us to do that for ourselves. Yes, that's right. And, you know, we can't be assistance of others. Yeah. Yes. Right, and the people who are constantly depending on, you know, on us and pulling on our energy, they they have to be allowed to fail or succeed on their own. Right. Because if they don't hit bottom, let's say, and you just keep them status quo, then they're never going to learn the lessons they're supposed to learn. The, 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 uh, the best way to identify when it's time to go is if no matter how much energy you're throwing at whatever it is, isn't working, it's time to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's no change. There's no shift. Don't waste your energy anymore. Exactly. Reclaim it. And that's that energetic consciousness, like the level of energy that you have available to you, 
be very aware of how much is there and where you're willing to direct it. That is very true. And the beautiful thing we've been talking about is empowerment, energetic consciousness, the awareness, tuning in, tapping in, creating the life that we desire. Diane Wing is my guest today, and once again, for the listeners, she's an author and inner magic practitioner. She's published five books. The titles are The True Nature of Energy, Transforming Anxiety into Tranquility, The True Nature of Tarot, Your Path to Personal Empowerment, Thorn Manor and Other Bizarre Tales, and Coven, The Scrolls of the Four Winds, as well as Trips to the Edge, Tales of the Unexpected. Diane's books are all available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and iBooks. She is the founder of Wing Academy of Unfoldment, a virtual center for applied metaphysics and personal development. Her website is wingacademy.com. Diane, as we're closing out today, is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with? Let go of that which no longer serves you. Beautiful. That'll make space for the new energy to come in. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you, Diane. And once again, with those words, allowing yourself to be in that flow, allowing yourself to surrender and release, trusting that the universe does indeed have your back at times when you may be hoping or waiting or wishing or wanting for something to happen, the end result may manifest itself in a completely different way than what you anticipated, but ultimately the result, the outcome is the same. So just allow yourself to be in that flow of vibration, to trust that everything is unfolding as it should be in each and every moment. Absolutely. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today for the Shelley Wilson Show with Diane Wing. I want to take a moment and just mention a few upcoming events that I have in the Oklahoma area. On May 16th, Cindy Green and I, she is the founder of the Spirit Fairs that I do. We're doing a gallery event at the Wyndham Hotel in Oklahoma City. This is May 16th. The meet and greet and gallery exhibition of Tammy Conover's Inspired Art is from 5 to 6 p.m. And then from 6 to 9, Cindy and I will be offering messages. There is limited seating for this event, and so advanced ticket purchase is encouraged. I'm also going to be doing the Spirit Fair in Tulsa, May 30th and 31st. You can visit spiritfair.com to learn more or click on my website, shellyrwilson.com. My guest next week on the Shelley Wilson Show is Carol Grace, and we're going to be talking about the Self-Healing for Wholeness Telesummit that I, along with 20 other experts, will be participating in. May 20th, my guest is Drew Kelly. We're doing spirit sessions with Drew and Shelley. And then on May 27th, I will be having the speakers of the Ozark Mountain Publishing Transformation Conference joining me to discuss the upcoming conference in Springdale, Arkansas, July 17th through 19th. You can find me on Facebook. My page is Shelley Wilson. The URL is facebook.com forward slash intuitive medium Shelley. I also have pages for my books, 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. 
Once again, Diane Wing was my guest on the show today. You can find her website at wingacademy.com and find her books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and iBooks. Thank you so much, and this concludes today's segment of The Shelley Wilson Show. Until next time, remember, this is your time. I encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.